Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast today. Thank you for joining me. I am your fitness expert, Sherelle Brown. I have a degree in exercise science, kinesiology. I've been in the game for over 25 years, helping people change lives. And please tune in to iTunes, Google Play, and more to check out previously recorded episodes of my podcast. Today, I have an amazing show for you today. I have a weight loss story that will blow your mind. I want to bring on my guest. He hails from the city of Detroit, Michigan. His name is Carlos Brown. Welcome, Carlos. What's going on, Sherelle? Hey, man. Glad to have you on the show this morning. Glad to be here, bro. Man, we have a lot to get into and discuss about this amazing weight loss journey. And um, let's get it going. So I want to ask you, describe your childhood growing up. Um, you know, I had a, actually had a great childhood growing up. Um, my mother passed away when I was really young, so I was raised by grandparents. And they were actually people that, that grew up during the Depression. So um, as far as, like, eating habits, um, they were, they, you know, we ate full meals and regular meals every day, but we always had extra stuff because they were the type of people that were like, we would never be hungry again. So... You know, I always had access to like chips, candy, pop or soda, whatever you guys call it. Um, so, you know, I never really had a filter or never really had access, uh, did not have access to like sugary snacks or, you know, potato chips and things like that. So they were like everyday things. So, you know, that's kind of out of childhood growing up. So, okay. Well, man, I'm definitely um, having those type of meals uh, was a, a blessing and in disguise. But um, throughout your childhood, how did that continue to uh, evolve? Uh, you know, actually, I always wanted to be a professional football player. So, you know, it, at some at some point, I thought I was using it as an advantage to, you know, to bulk up and things like that. But eventually, I had a, a couple knee injuries that ended that dream, and I kept the same eating habits, just didn't have the same workout, or, um, you know, same ability to work out and do the same type of physical activity. So uh, when I did, you know, I was a very active child. You know, we played basketball every day, football, baseball, things like that. Um, and I actually asked for a set of weights for uh, Christmas, like in the seventh grade. So. And I began lifting, I always rode a bike, um, you know, walked everywhere because, you know, childhood, you, you know, had no car, no, you know, can't drive yet. So, um, you know, I was actually physically active even after the knee injuries. I went from, uh, you know, playing football and basketball on a regular basis to like riding a bike. And, you know, that helped maintain the, you know, the weight I was at. But eventually, like when I uh, got to college, I had access to those things, but not as easy. So, you know, um, I like to ate well, and I, I appreciate that. And I don't blame anybody for, you know, the gluttony or the excessive weight that I did put on. Like I said, I, I really wanted to be like an offensive lineman in the NFL. So, 
couple uh, like I said, a couple of knee injuries ended that, but you know that's that's not nothing I I hold uh, regret for because I ended up with, uh, graduating from Cass Tech, which is the best high school in the country. Wee. Then I got two degrees from Western Michigan University, a bachelor's and a master. So, you know, man, you did an amazing job to be able to accomplish those educational achievements. Now, what really motivated you to to get a good education? Oh, that was that's definitely my parents. Um, they promoted education all growing up. Like it was my house was a library. So punishments um, consisted of like being on punishment, no TV for like 30 days. And you on punishment for like a month and can't watch TV. You got a house full of books. You really ain't got that many options. So, (laughs) you know, I I wasn't gonna say I was a bad kid, but you know, you know, I I grew up in the city. So, you know, we did boy things, you know, throw rocks, break windows, you know, maybe not on purpose, but you know, I got in trouble, just, you know, little stuff. So. You know, my parents were big on education and discipline, so if I got in trouble or something at school, it was like, no TV, go read a book. So, you know, I, I read a lot. So, I, wow. I, I, that I'm was blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. That's a, a great punishment because of, it definitely paid off uh, educationally for sure. Now, why did you choose Western Michigan University? Um, Honestly, it was not my first choice. Uh, once again, going to CAS, I was blessed. We had we had a lot of on-the-spot admissions for a lot of uh, universities. So I actually, my first choice was uh, Michigan State University. But when I further looked into it, I was like, wow, that school is huge. Although the high school I went to had about 3,000 students. I was like, man, this, I'm not really, and this, this goes again to being kind of lazy and losing the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the motivation to, to be in shape. But I was like, man, I, I'm not trying to walk around that big old campus. So <laughs> right. um, I actually went to Western for orientation. That was like one of the few schools that I actually went to orientation. Like I said, I was blessed enough to uh, do on-the-spot admissions for a lot of the uh, universities. I applied to maybe nine and I got accepted at eight. I think the University of Michigan was the only one I did go to. So uh, Western was like maybe the first orientation. And once I went, I was like, oh, no, this campus is the right size. I like it. It's not far from home. You know, I can catch a train or a bus and be home in a few hours, things like that. So that's kind of why I chose Western. And like I said, once I started, I was like, oh, you know, it's a good school, good people. I'm, you know, I, I met you, a bunch of other people. You know, <laughs> I got lifelong, you know, lifelong friends from Western. So, you know, it was. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I definitely met an amazing man over 30 years ago at Western and, and Mr. Carlos Brown, ladies and gentlemen. And to this day, we have not skipped a beat. Now, when I met you at Western, tell me how much did you weigh when I met you at Western Michigan? I was probably about, when I when I graduated from high school, I was about uh, 250, 260. Um, and I don't think we met freshman year, so I think we met more like sophomore year. So um, I was probably up to about 280, 300 by the end. Because of course I, I put on the freshman 15. Unfortunately, I was in school for like seven years and I did that like seven times. I was, <laughs> but you know, uh, so I was probably about 280, somewhere between 280, 300. Okay, so when you graduated, you were around that 300 mark? Oh, no, when I graduated, man, I had made it up to like 400. I, okay, what happened? Uh, 
um, like I said, you know me, you would see me every day. Um, just having access, you know, I always had a meal plan, always had access to, you know, food whenever you wanted. Always had like an excessive appetite. So, I mean, you know, we could we could go in the cafeteria all day to what, like nine, 10 o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. eat a bowl of cereal, you know. I mean, they had they had healthy options, but who's choosing that? So, you know, eating uh, eating in the cafeteria, then you know we hung out late night. So pizza, Burger King stayed open. You know, I ate many ninety nine cent whoppers that I shouldn't have eaten. Um, probably yeah, many 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 medium large pieces that I probably shouldn't have. So the weight just ballooned, and you know, like I said, uh, with the knee injuries that I had, I never really got therapy. So. You know, the more weight, the um, the worse. You know, the more pressure I put on the knees. Um, and to the day, to this day, I actually need uh, knee replacement on the knee that I had the two knee injuries on. I actually need a hip replacement too. So, um, and I have X rays to see that uh, to prove that. Um, but one of the goals to get more weight off to make either one of those surgeries, you know, easier because with the weight, excessive weight, then either one of those surgeries would be more life risking. So. That's one of the reasons I'm losing weight, but uh, just um, the weight balloons. And at one point, uh, I became diabetic, diabetic ketoacidosis, almost died uh, uh, up at Western. Um, it was, uh, we had went on for Christmas break. I had a job at like the front desk, that's when we stayed in the valley. Um, came back, me and uh, one of, uh, one of our friends, Jonathan Lucky, we were hanging out. And I'm like, man, I feel really sick. I was sick before I went home for Christmas break. I was sick the whole time during Christmas break. So he was like, man, you probably should, you know, go to the doctor. I say, you know, and this was actually like New Year's Day because I had to work like the second. Um, so I got mm-hmm. back to school like one the first. So the next day I was like, you know, called into the job. I was like, I'm going to go to the health center on campus. Got to the health center on campus. And they immediately, the triage nurse immediately was like, sit right, sit down, we'll be right back. Next thing I know, there was an ambulance picking me up, taking me to uh, Butterworth or Butternut, whatever, uh, a hospital in uh, Kalamazoo um, is. And I was in uh, intensive care for like five days. Wow. Um, my The diabetes had gotten so bad to this day. I mean, I would have to find old hospital charts, but to the day, the, the doctors and the nurses just refused to tell me what it was like what the number actually was it was like you you don't even really need to know that the normal blood sugar is like 120 less than you know somewhere between 100 120 or 80 and 120 mm-hmm. from what i told i should have died lost some limbs or at least at the minimum be blind i'm none of that so i'm blessed so i was in like i said i was in the hospital almost a week icu for five days as they got the blood sugar down taught me how to get myself insulin shots and things like that. At that point, I was over 400 pounds. Wow. It was at one point after I got out of the hospital, I would go to the, you know, I had to go to the health center regularly to, you know, check on it and make sure, you know, I was, uh, my diabetes was in control and I was doing better. This is embarrassing. And this one, I knew I had to lose some weight. The scale at the health center didn't go past 400. I had to go over to the, um, a science building literally they gave me a, a note to go over to some science building where they weighed up other stuff and use one of those scales that's how i found out how much i weigh then when i got a regular uh pcp uh uh 
a doctor and I would go to a regular doctor, they had, you know, the, the doctor scale only goes up to 400. They would have to add that other metal magnet to make it, you know, to add like, I think it's another 50 pound weight or something like that. So I, uh, I eventually got below 400 before I left or about 400 before I left Western. Um, got sick a couple more times after that and just, I, I hovered around 400 to about, we graduated in a, 1998 so between 1998 and 2016 i hovered around 400 pounds wow so during that time wow you could have lost limbs could have lost your life but you are a very strong person persevered through all of that um so what made you decide to make the ultimate sacrifice to make this amazing weight loss journey? Um, you know what? Honestly, I had a friend that um, she had weight loss surgery. And before the weight loss surgery, we would like hang out. And, you know, I, I don't fat shame anybody or things like that. But she would do things that I was like, wow, that's I wouldn't even do like it's two o'clock in the morning. You know, we may have been drinking weed is legal in Michigan. We may have been smoking. I'm hungry after munchies. Yeah, I'm gonna eat a bag of chips. She's eating like a double fish fillet and a large fry. I'm like, I that's that that's too much. And then we watching shows like and I even talked to you about this, like, man, we watching shows like six hundred pound life. So once she got her consultation and, you know, started doing everything, I was like, Hey, I'm not gonna be the fat one in the group. So I was like, you know, I'll I'll do the diet thing with you. She, she was successful with it. Eventually, she had the surgery. The results were wonderful. Like I said, she gave me the diet. Was like, you know, do this. Get you a consultation if you're really interested. I started doing the diet. I didn't mind exercising. She's not a big exerciser. I saw the results, and I said to myself, who who would have surgery? If you eat this diet and exercise, and you're losing 15, 20 pounds a month, I really don't see a need for surgery because that's about the results you're gonna get if you have the surgery. So, you know, I start, stopped eating certain things, started walking, um, lost like 20 pounds, like, the, you know, 2016 or 2017, um, added more walking and more exercise in like 2018. And that's the year she actually had her surgery and she probably dropped like a hundred pounds right away. I maybe, um, let me see, so that was 2018. I lost another 40 in like 2018, 2019. I got myself a gym membership dropped another 60 that year um COVID hit put some of the weight back on um find out my ex-wife was pregnant with, with my first and only child so I was like I really need to step this back up got motivated again um been at it ever since what an amazing story did you hear that folks 2019 dropped 60 pounds changing his nutrition and you did an amazing job. Now let's just jump to the, the, the big pie in the sky. Tell the world exactly how much weight you've lost in total. I've lost over 190 pounds. One more time, one more time, one more time for the people that were listening in the back. I've lost over 190 pounds with exercise and diet because I, I, I would readily admit you know, I still drink occasionally, you know, when I hang out, you know, and if, for instance, you know, hung out at the bar with some friends last night, had a few drinks, 
had some chicken sliders, you know, they had like onion rings and bacon on. So I do eat, you know, carbs occasionally, maybe a little fat, but that's like maybe once or twice a week. As me and you have discussed, most of those days, I don't eat, you know, five, at least five days a week, I only drink protein shakes and water. So, you know, I still indulge, uh, you know, I, I still enjoy certain things, just not excessively like I used to. So it's, it's I've changed a lot, but I've, I've changed to a point where I can still enjoy the things that I've enjoyed previously. I, you know, I haven't completely given up on anything. You know, I, and well, you know, I take that back. I used to drink Arizona iced teas all the time. I don't really drink that any like sugary beverages or uh, like pop anymore. So I have completely given those things up. So other than that, you know, I, I've actually, and that's kind of why I started the story where I started. It's been easy for me because most people gonna say, well, that's amazing. It must have been so difficult. No, I started walking. I said I did that as a kid because I had no car, no driver's license. I started riding a bike. Yeah. I, I did that as a kid. I started lifting weights, bought another two weight benches, a treadmill, and an exercise bike, and an outdoor bike. So all I did was take it back to my childhood. That's all yeah. I did. That's not that. Yeah, we all did that as kids. So. Yes, yes, most definitely. Man, that is an amazing story um we got together as people all know i design custom nutrition plans and workout plans for people all over this country and help people lose lots of weight um i was able to help in a sense to design a, a nutrition plan for you to follow yeah an exercise plan and, and you i mean your motivation has been amazing now we see on on facebook and other social media arenas where you are showing the caloric outtake of what you're doing so can you describe how you exercise and, and how you're burning calories uh for instance the um i knew i had this uh, podcast this morning normally i would have gotten up lifted weights uh, walked on the treadmill. I do every uh, every activity for uh, a minimum of an hour. So today I've already lifted weights and that uh, netted, let me see here, 744 calories for the 60 minutes that I worked out. After the podcast, I'm going to go ride my bike, try to do about 10, 11 miles. Let's go. That's about 60 minutes. Um, uh, then I'm going to come in and I'm going to hit the treadmill after the bike and I'm going to do that for an hour. Um, I'm off work today. You know, my son is uh, with his mom's right now. So after that, I'll take a little break. Then I'm gonna do everything again. I'm gonna do it a second time. So um, I use an Apple Watch to track my movement. So right now I'm, I'm actually working out a minimum of three hours a day. My goal is to uh, burn at least 2000 calories a day. And um, you know, some days are better than others. Um, I got 3,300 uh, calorie day and I got some days that like I have my son all day or if I have a major work product it may only be eight or nine hundred calories but I'm always doing something I, I never not do anything so that is amazing let's go yeah. so folks he said the magic formula you may have to listen to this again so when designing his nutrition plan he had a certain amount of calories that he wanted to stay around and that calories, those stayed within a protein heavier uh, fashion, uh, low carbs, uh, good fat. 
that's the intake. Now, he just described what he does for the exercise. So basically, if you can get into a caloric deficit where you have, you're burning more calories than what's coming in, you're gonna be at a deficit, which means you're gonna be at a loss. Carlos has mastered this philosophy. 190 pounds gone, he's mastered this. So if you have any questions, we have the guru sitting right here. Carlos, what do you do for a living? Tell the folks. I'm an accountant. He's an accountant. And I remember in college, this guy, he, he knows numbers backwards, forwards, and, and, and all around. So great accountant. You guys need an accountant. I will put all his information within the link in the uh, my bio. And again, 190 pounds gone, amazing weight loss uh, story. And I'm extremely proud of you, my brother. Before I let you go. Oh, no, we can't, we can't go without giving the people the facts. Now, in 2021, I actually lost 80 pounds. Like I said, I put some of it back on during COVID. And once I got on your plan, what was it, late August, early September, I lost 50 pounds in three months. So let's just, let's not skip past that part. <laughs> I, I was doing it. I talked to you. You was like, let me, let me give you a plan. Cause you know, I would hit plateaus and things like that. 50 pounds in three months, 80 pounds for the year. You heard it here. You heard it here. I was going to close it out with a little humility, but. Nah, man, you got that. I, I give credit where credit is due. I do. <laughs> 50 pounds, 50 pounds in three months that man that's that that was that's amazing in itself i mean the, the what i've accomplished you know that's that yes 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 well it has been an amazing time with mr carlos anyone want to lose weight you need any nutritional exercise, any tips or anything, please reach out to me. I am your host, Shape by Brown. Have a wonderful day.